Hi, and welcome to the latest episode of the Good Works Podcast. It's back to school time, so today we're going to talk to you about scholarships. And as always, please stay with us until the very end when we'll talk to you about what we're looking forward to. It is back to school time. I know. I'm so excited. Yes. As moms, this is a very <sighs> special time of year. Yeah. And I'm, I mean, things aren't quite normal yet, but we are getting closer and closer to like some sort of normalcy for kids in school. So yes. I'm excited about that. Yeah. Schools in our region are going back five days a week. Yep. Uh, there will be some masking for safety, some distancing for safety, lots of things being taken into account. But really, we also need to make sure that kids' mental health and academic success are taken into the equation and I think our schools are doing the very very best they can. I agree. My one of my favorite things about back to school are all the supplies. Oh yes. But I will have to tell you since my son is a middle schooler now mm-hmm. that supply list isn't as robust as it once was in elementary school. I know the days of you need three packages of wipes and right. the specific crayons and yes. scissors all gone and now it's just like a suggested list yeah. of maybe a couple folders and a binder. I know. So I don't know if I need to send a memo to administration. <laughs> Hey, come on. Come on. Staples is my store. <laughs> well, you know what? Staples actually is a great... I'm glad you brought that up yeah. right now. If you choose to do your back-to-school shopping at Staples, um, you can purchase a box for $5 that is donated to students who need supplies, and they have a special box all made up for students um, that were impacted by the floods in rural oh. Steuben County. Oh, that's awesome. So yeah, when I did some back-to-school shopping, we went to Staples, we bought the $5 box. And that's great. Added to the pile. I think we should also also give a shout out to all the nonprofit organizations who've done the back to school drives. Mm-hmm. So you have Catholic Charities um, in all the counties that yes. do big back to school drives. Um, even local businesses. I know Downtown Grind um, has a table set up inside the coffee shop for back to school stuff too. So. Um, everybody's just really excited for kids to be back in school. So so this is what I think we should do next year. I think next year you and I should set aside an afternoon, go buy school supplies for okay. the drives, grab some tea, and then go drop off the stuff. Oh, so we awesome. can we can get yes. the moment that we want, yes. which is school supply shopping. Yes. Okay. It's I'm in. All, All right. <laughs> well, around here when we're not talking about school supplies, we are really excited about back to school because it means that yet another year of our scholarship program ramps up. And so today we have Katie with us. Hello. Hey, Katie. Katie. And Katie's (laughs) going to talk to us about scholarships. Um, So what we thought we would do is start with a little look back and say, what were some of the changes made to the application process last spring that will also be, you know, these changes are with us now for the long haul. And then we're going to talk a little bit about what's to come. Awesome. Yeah, we have done a lot of changes in the last 18 months with these scholarships. Um, kind of made a longer application, just a little bit, um, but it allows students to express themselves in so many different ways. Um, so one of the first things that we did, we changed that essay, we made it shorter for you, um, and we gave you an answer, a specific question that you can answer. So it's not that broad question, which is kind of intimidating for students. Like, what do I write about? So we're telling you exactly what to write about. <laughs> 
I agree. I think that that prompt is a lot more helpful to students, and uh, we I think we got much more specialized, more specific essays, and that really helps us. Our process doesn't have an interview, so the essay is a chance for kids to tell us the most that they can about themselves. Yeah, and that's been really fun. Um, And we've added a couple of short answer questions to get a little bit more about the students, um, asking about your hometown um, and why college is important to you, college or university or whatever your educational plans are next. Um, So those are kind of the pieces that we've added. Um, We're also looking at our scoring a little bit differently. Um, We still ask for an activity list or a resume, um, but we're looking at it um, in terms of your everyday life as a student. Um, So we know that some students will, um, you know, participate in a ton of activities and some go straight to um, jobs after work, Mm -hmm. after school. Um, So we're looking at that. If you're participating, um, if you're going to a job after school, you're not going to be able to volunteer all the time or um, do other activities. Um, So we're looking at that and giving you an example, giving students a chance to um, show their leadership in different ways. Right. We know that some kids take care of younger brothers and Mm -hmm. sisters or cousins or neighbors after school. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't show up as a job or an activity. And we wanted to make sure kids could tell us, wait, I'm playing this really important leadership role in my family or in my neighborhood. Um, and another piece that we have added, we're asking a lot of demographic information from our student pool. Um, and this helps us see who we're reaching in, this, in the community um, and helps us get some of that information back. Um, that way we can see who I'm not reaching. Right. Well, what a perfect segue because mm-hmm. we are able to see that there are certain pockets of the student community that we're not seeing as many applications walk in the door from, meaning we just, the pool, you know, we don't get many applications, particularly from Elmira, believe it or mm-hmm. not. Um, we have Shimon County is pretty well well represented, but the city of Elmira, the numbers are lower than we want them to be. So Katie, can you talk to us looking forward about some changes that are coming um, in recruiting people? Yeah, so this year we are actually going to take our first field trip um, in the spring of 2022 with some Elmira High School students. Um, And we're going to D.C. Yay! (laughs) Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, tell us all about it. Yeah, so we are going to leave um, from Elmira super early and go down to D.C. um, visiting Howard University, um, one of the top historically black college and universities. Um, And we actually have a student recipient um, who's attending there as a freshman right now, so I hope to visit them. Um, And then we're going to visit the National Museum of African-American history and culture, um, take a trip there. Um, And then we're going to head back um, to Elmira and see how we can connect what we have learned um, and kind of get there with some scholarships. This is so neat. I am really (laughs) happy about this. Uh, So tell us what kind of students will you be looking for to join the trip? Yeah, so we're going to look right now for juniors and sophomores, students of color, um, hoping to build that relationship, um, introduce you to us, um, learn a little bit about the process, um, and kind of move forward from there. And Katie, do you think this is the only kind of bus trip we'll take, or do you have some others cooking in your mind uh, also coming soon? Oh, I love me a good bus trip, so this will be the first of many. (laughs) That's right. Something we've also talked about here is making sure we help younger students 
like sophomores, visit campuses maybe a little bit closer to home. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure that they see the fantastic SUNY system that stands for State, State University of New York, and they see that there are campuses all over. There are actually 64 SUNY mm-hmm. campuses. So we want kids to see something as close as uh Binghamton, mm-hmm. and then you've got Buffalo, Fredonia, Geneseo, Brockport. I mean, these all of them are so different. They have different specialties. Um, lots of chances for a lot of students to be very successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm excited. Um, we'll get you know get on the bus and go to some places and see what we can do. So, Katie, I just have a question about the first bus trip. Mm-hmm. So, if there's a parent or a teacher or somebody listening right now how how do you how do you plan on selecting students to be part of the bus trip Awesome. Good question. Right now, we're working with school administration um, and and seeing what students might be interested. But if you are hearing us right now and are interested, just send us an email um, or give us a call at the office. I'd love to connect with you and get you on the bus. So for anyone listening, um, you can always send an email to info at communityfund.org. That will get sort of triaged to the right place. So if you ever have a question when you're listening to the podcast, send an, e- an email to the info and trust me, we, that gets checked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it doesn't it's go into... It's not a black hole. It's not a black hole. It is actually monitored <laughs> very closely. Um, and for anyone who'd like to call, you can either look it up if you don't have a pen right now, but if you happen to be sitting next to a notepad, our office number here is 607-739-3900. Well, I am looking forward to back to school. I, it's just truly one of my favorite holidays of the year, and I, I've elevated it in my own mind to holiday <laughs> status. But I like to turn anything into a holiday. If anybody follows Randy on Facebook, like the first day of school in the morning, her dining room table is decked out. Oh, yeah. It's a big deal in the Hewitt house. I've already purchased some of my decor for this year. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so that's definitely something I'm looking forward to. But now I'd love to hear, uh, Katie, what's something you're looking forward to? Yeah, so I do not have children, but back to school is very exciting for me because it's kind of kickstarts a lot of my youth programs. Um, and just this week, I emailed a couple of our Roses Youth Philanthropists, the executive committee. We're going to get together within the next two weeks to talk about the year ahead. So um, really excited to get that going again. That's so cool. I love RIP. That's what we call it for short. And when they're activated, just so many good things happen. Yeah. Okay, Sarah, what are you looking forward to? Um, So I am looking forward to fundraisers. Mm -hmm. So now that things are somewhat (laughs) okay to attend, um, we see a lot of our nonprofit organizations wanting to hold fundraisers, um, which is a big part of how they survive Mm -hmm. is by donations. Um, this one is really cool. It's outdoors, um, so um, it's organized safely for folks to attend. It's called Twilight at Tanglewood. It's September 17th, I believe. Um, and so it's outdoors. It's in the evening. There's going to be beer tastings, food trucks, um, birds, all kinds of like, <laughs> Tanglewood animals. There's a, um, You'll be able to visit with the avian ambassador. I guess. Oh, yeah. Um, which sounds like a lot of fun. And so tickets are $40 per person. I believe there's music, um, all kinds of really neat things happening. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, if you're interested in going, you can go to the Tanglewood website and purchase tickets there. 
we always are big fans of Tanglewood. Yeah. I was up there not too long ago and got to do a little volunteerism as well. So things are open there. Mm -hmm. um, but it would be great to remember your mask if you're going to go in the building. Yeah. Lots of little kids there under 12. So yeah. just, just have it handy. Mm -hmm. And how about you, Randy? Well, I'm also looking forward to some fundraisers, and I'm going to take this opportunity to be wildly self-serving. <laughs> um, I am a member of the Corning Painted Post Band Booster Organization. Yes. Yes. Hardcore band booster. <laughs> Multiple t-shirts. Um, and we are going to have our home shows again this year. So again, like you said, safe, outdoors. These mm -hmm. happen in the stadium, wide open spaces. So you can go to cppbands.org and find out about the Crystal City Competition and Bantoberfest. Crystal City Comp is in September. Bantoberfest is in October. Both are great fundraisers for the band program. But if you like a marching band and you like a field show and you like concessions, this is the this this is the opportunity you've been waiting for, um, and yeah, usually it's seven or eight bands come together, do their big field shows. Crystal City competition is juried. That's a competition. There are scores involved. Bantoberfest is truly a showcase, and it's a little bit wilder and looser, and people can let their hair down a bit. So I'd recommend going to both. Yeah, <laughs> and these are really good. These really are really good, good bands. This is not like your you know agonizing over your kid's first concert when they first start playing and no like, no, no yeah we screeching instruments this is good this is tight <laughs> yeah these are award-winning state championship level bands um in let's see about four or five years ago corning won the state championship the most recent championship that happened in person um before covid horseheads won they have a pretty strong rivalry mm -hmm. um they they trade back and forth lots of wins at various different competitions throughout each season. So you really are seeing some of the best bands in the state. And the bands that travel here from hours and hours away are also spectacular. And for anyone who doesn't know the culture much, you know, there's also the color guard with all the flags and you see things being twirled and tossed. And um, you're also really likely to recognize some of the music. Mm -hmm. Field shows always have a theme. So you're talking about, you know, Broadway show tunes that you're familiar with or pop songs that you've heard before. So super accessible music. Um, lots of times I see little kids dancing up a storm in the stands and there's really nothing better. So I'm definitely, again, being pretty self-serving because these are our biggest fundraisers of the year. <laughs> and uh, the boosters use that money to make sure that music is accessible to all kids. And this helps us fund scholarships for travel, fund uniforms, fund shoes, fund everything so that everyone can be in band. All right. Thank, thanks for listening to my little plug. Um, but definitely go to Tanglewood as well. And welcome back to our RIP kids. So, thank you so much for listening to this latest episode of Good Works Podcast. We love doing this every month and we look forward to talking with you next month.